Did you click it? Yeah. Why didn't you? T- <laughs> you were live then. Yeah. All right. Good to go. All right. So this is how I'm going to start this episode of Life As We Know It podcast, episode 38. And what am I going to say? I'm going to say I'm not going to cuss this episode. I'm not going to cuss either. Because people have been calling us out and saying we have potty mouths. And you know what? Maybe we do. So I'll do my best <laughs> to refrain from cussing unless I really want to. But let's make this clear real quick, though. I don't really believe in cussing. But if I'm offending some people, I'll, I'll keep it back a little bit. So just for this episode, I'll try not to cuss once. But believe me. Next episode, I'm probably going to be saying the F-bomb more. But well, just for now, to prove a point, I'm well, not. Isn't it? Isn't it interesting, though? Like, you can be at work, and you can't curse, and you'll go through conversations. I curse at work. Out. Yeah, okay. You, <laughs> you do curse at work, but you, you sometimes you get put in environments where you're not allowed to curse. Yeah. You're not supposed to curse, if you yeah. should say. And yeah. you can go, and you can just do it subconsciously without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And then you come out of that shell and you're just back to your old self. And it's well, just see, that's that's one of the cool things about the podcast. Bombs. What? Just throwing bombs. Yeah. But that's what's cool about the podcast because I feel like I pretty much have lost all dignity on this show. So now. Like, Gain dignity. Well, well, put it this way. I feel like I have no walls up now as far as who I am and how I act. Like this is who I am on the podcast. Like This is how I talk. Obviously, I goof off. But you curse. I do curse. Why don't you say something? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to curse, dude. No, that's cool. No. So, like, I do, like, everybody, like, we've made gay jokes. We've made fat shaming jokes. we made all kinds of jokes about everything and anyone. And we cuss a lot. So, dude, what, do you feel like you got to get off this off of your chest right now? Yes, I feel I like you're fucking got it. Oh, there it is. See? Shh, I already cursed. Did you right, just cuss? That's one. Yeah, I did. Wow. There it is. Remember dude. that, guys. I'm God. looking at if you if you guys are listening to this, I'm looking at the camera right now, I'm making a <laughs> smirk. <laughs> this guy thought, you know, so we talked about this like a week ago, and he's like, "Yo, I, I for sure will not cuss," <laughs> and I was like, "I probably will." And this guy cusses first. Oh man! All right, we're Sorry starting. Your right, starting right now for you. Okay. Oh, I mean, it's not like the quiet game. I've already cursed. All right. Well, don't curse again. All right. All right. You're at one. You get three right, strikes. Dad. All you right, get three dad. strikes and you're out, bud. All right. Then I'll leave the show. Then it's all you. All right. So don't, don't. <laughs> Yo, how's everything going, bro? Well, the Stressed words out. The words I okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just you're gonna give me a segue into that or what? I'll lead you right into where I want you to go. All right. So right before this show went live, I pretty much said I don't know what it is, but I feel like over these last like three months, it's like every week I'm putting a different crossroad where I need to make a decision, and I'm like, I just want to. Uh, this is this is what's stupid about it. It's like I know that to get to the top, it ain't a straight road. You know, there's uh-huh. decisions and choices and opportunities that you make on along the way to the top. Right. And I'm like, I keep hitting crossroads, obviously, but that's how it's supposed to be. But it's frustrating. <laughs> well, I from the outside looking in, I think uh, a lot of it has to do with the way. Your life has been going. Things have been moving fast, changing jobs, getting a new house. Like a lot of moving parts have been happening. Yeah. So you've been really proactive lately. 
And now you're hitting crossroads because things are slowing down and you feel like you should be doing a lot more than you're doing. But things aren't slowing down. Are they? Are you trying to force things to move forward? Because some things take time. Patience, brother. I know that. I've been preaching, man. But opportunities are showing themselves. So it's like, yeah, if you you might think things are slowing down, but let me put a chicken in front of you. Let me put a pizza in front of you. And let me put some nachos. You got to choose one of them to eat for dinner. Yeah. You know? And I'm, that's how I keep feeling. I feel like every day I wake up and there's a new freaking, ooh, that's close. I almost cussed. There's a new freaking food item. Freaking. <laughs> okay, Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> that's a technical fail. No, Dude, but don't seriously. distract me. But seriously. What? No, yeah. So it's like I feel like there's always something new getting added to the dinner table. And I'm like, ah, oh, there's so many things to choose from. You Which ones? Eat? Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm thinking, I'm like, okay. Actually, I like this analogy. Let's use, let's use the dinner table. I got my dinner table in front of me. I got all these different types of foods, dessert, heavy and protein, salads, everything you could think of. Now, we'll relate this to fitness because we're both in fitness. We have goals in fitness. With those goals comes a nutritional game plan with a, whatever your fitness goals are. So now, going back to my life, I feel like I have a table with all these different meals that have different benefits, different pros, different cons. That could benefit who I am or my body. We'll say uh-huh. fitness. So my goal, my end goal, that's what I'm podcast fitness. And I want to be an entrepreneur and owning a bunch of businesses. That's, that's kind of like what I want. And, and I'm looking at my dinner table, like, okay, is the chicken going to get me there fastest? Is the pizza going to get me there the fastest? Maybe some dessert will get me there quicker than the other ones. Mm, or maybe, you know, maybe the salad will give me the skills, but maybe the chicken. Well, that's what I was going to. So yeah. it's like I'm like faced with these options, which is good because options are always great because then you get leverage. But I'm like, which one's the best? Well, yeah. And you, I mean, you're, and there's you're, no way you're, to know. You're dissecting it. But definitely like one thing you're talking about the fastest. Like, I know I'm glad you're not just taking that into consideration because. Something may get you somewhere faster, but you may get there quicker and be less prepared. Well, not fast. I would say the most efficient. I'm trying to figure out the most efficient way. Right. And that's coming into play with, you know, speed and obviously happiness, skill, stress, all those things that need to come into play with making those kind of decisions. And I'm like, all right. You got to write it down, bro. Pros and cons. I tried writing it down, but at the same time, you got to, I feel like there's. there's You got to detach it. Like what I said to you earlier today. But there's gut instinct too. It's the. the logic versus the the emotion. Yeah, but what if logic is playing on both sides? Like I could logically make a decision for chicken, and I could logic logically make a decision for. Well, do you know where you got to go then, right? Right here. All right, yeah, bro. I know. That's why. That's why. It's like my gut instinct. What's my gut? And it's going. This is what's driving me up the wall because I'll be sitting there and I'm like my gut's telling me this, my gut's telling me this, and then one thing could happen, and then my whole maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe I should actually go the other thing. Oh, crap. Now my gut's telling me to do the other thing. Oh, I'm going to do this. Like today when my... You should order them, bro. Huh? You should order them. Order them? Order them. Yeah, but they keep changing orders. No, I get that. But you got to like look at... like we Dude, like we preach it all the time. Goals, micro goals. What's going to get you... Like, dude, you got you to gotta detach it from your mind. I know. You have to physically look at it, dissect it. Dude, you're good at studying. Like, this is good for anybody. Like... If you have a lot of stuff going on in your mind, when you physically detach it from yourself and you start writing things down and you're reading it, give it a tangible. Yeah, it's you know it's something that's obtainable at that point or not obtainable. 
Because well, a lot of, yeah. we, we have a lot of crazy thoughts in our mind. But you're giving your thought a physical form. That's like the exactly, true benefit yeah. of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're probably right. And I tried writing it down, but it's like... What do you run into when you try and write it down? <sighs> trying to figure out what's the most important thing to me. How do you scale it, though? How do you decide what's more important to you? You have to look off not what the actual opportunity is, but what you can benefit from it. Yeah, and then it's I'm like looking... It's attributes in itself. Yeah, and then I guess another part is like... And, and... You have to look at the length of time. Yeah. Not the fastest, but you have to look at what you're going to be doing for X amount of time to X amount of time and how much you're willing to commit to it. And how much that's going to impact my happiness. Right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And you got to have a lot of, and you got to have, you can't just have euphoric recall. And it's something I've talked about before in the past, but like you think about past memories um, and you're basing it off of things that have happened in the past. And all you remember is the good from those memories, yeah. not necessarily the bad. Well, I'm pretty good at making sure that when I like think of, oh, I can make a lot of money doing this. I always, I'm pretty good at like reminding like, yeah, but remember what you felt like during those bad days. Yeah. I'm pretty good at that. It's just, I don't know. I think this year has definitely been a crazy year. Dude, honestly, hey, past, said it was these past be. three years have been yeah, but what did we Nuts. say? What did we say in December? Last episode we had before we left, we said things were going to happen. We were going to make moves, and that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Now yeah. you're at a crossroad. You're at a crossroad, but at the same time, dude, a week, two weeks, three weeks, it's not going to hurt you. Just let's see, kind of let things play out. Well, that's one thing I know that ever since I quit my uh, Red Roof, that I will not hesitate to be reactive about my own happiness. Right. That's you, that's one thing I'm proud of to say now. That's like if I cuz I've been telling everybody at work I'm like, "Listen, if there's a moment where I feel like I'm not happy and or this is just not worth, I'll just leave." Yeah, well, that's and, and that's where the patience plays into it because you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot too early. Yeah. With certain things and you know, make up conclusions in your head before I don't know they why happen. I'm doing this. What? I just feel like Are you happy? Yeah. I'm in a good place. Like I got, I'm like, I'm set up right now, but I'm just trying to like, there's decisions to make. And sometimes I feel like, just call me Dr. Pat. No, I'll put it this way. It's like, am I, and I guess anybody who's listening and if they're like, you know, evaluating their self while they're listening to me, evaluating myself, I guess this is the question that's going through my head. Am I maximizing my efficiency for my growth towards spirituality, intellect, and my physicality? Am I maximizing my time doing that? That's, that's, cause those three things are, you know, we talked about this in the last, last episode? Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes who you are. And I wanna always be getting better and better and better. And so when I look at my time, only 24 hours in a day, which is not a lot. And, out of that 24 hours, how much of it is going to the development of who I am and, or how much of it could be better used and the things I'm doing now, how much is that really, um, helping? How much is it really helping my growth? Or is there better things that could be making me grow faster? Is well, more dude, things? it sounds like you got the contradicting of two voices in your head, man. And I don't know who else can relate. I know I can. But you got the pushing and you got the pulling. Um, good versus evil. You know, one side's trying to speak louder one day than the other. 
Yeah. And that's all it's coming down to. It's like you're saying, yeah, it's changing. But these the, these options are staying the same. But your pick of which one's number one is changing. And it's changing with your emotions. So you have to overall look at how you're actually feeling that day. Yeah. And why you feel that way. Because yeah. maybe you're unhappy with the position you're in because things aren't going your way that day. And it's not like I'm not not happy with what I am. I just, like I said, like I was, I was perfectly fine just eating top ramen. And then someone was like, hey, you want a turkey? And then someone else came over like, hey, you want a burrito? And then I'm like, oh, shit. Ah, dang it. I just cussed. <laughs> yeah, but you want to make sure what Sorry, somebody else guys. is trying to feed you isn't poison. And you want to make sure you don't you don't shoot yourself in the foot and you don't tell you don't feed yourself poison either. See, but then there's always this thing where it's like, don't 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 you don't get to, listen. It's like the snake in the apple, man, in the freaking Bible. See, freaking like <laughs> you got that, that voice. Right? You got that voice in your head, and it's telling you to do one thing, and then you know, then that voice goes away, and your other thoughts are taking over for a while, and then once in a while that voice comes back. Yeah. Whatever that one voice keeps coming to tell you back, you have to make sure you have to look at one that 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 voice means something to you. Yeah. Whether it's for good or for bad, you have to know if it's a snake or not, man. Yeah. Well. But at the end of the day, you have no idea. Me? No, yeah. Like at the end of the day, you really don't know. Are you like, talking about me or it, everybody, any, any, everybody? Or are you talking about you? Everybody. Me when about someone's you? faced yeah, like when someone's faced about with a decision, should I do A or should I do B? Which one's gonna be more Wait, are you telling me that I don't know for you or you don't know on an individual level for yourself? Me on an individual for myself. Oh okay. and if you don't know for whatever decisions you're trying to make. If you have A and B in front of you. And you're trying to decide which one's better for you. You can do the pros and cons all you want, but at the end of the day, you really don't know. I mean, that that plays to a certain extent. You know what I mean? I mean, no, because you because there's definitely there could be two options out there, and one could be completely based on emotion, and the other one could be completely based on logic. And if you that's where like talking to somebody else about making big decisions becomes rational because somebody else from the outside looking in is like, yeah. well, you're just doing this because you feel this way or you're doing this because it's actually yeah. a smart decision to do. Well, that's well, like here, like with Red Roof, I could have stayed. And who's to say that this fourth quarter, this first quarter this year, I just kicked butt and I fell in love with sales again for hotels. That could have happened. I could have. Because I don't even know my own emotions. Sometimes I, I, I really can't control how I feel sometimes. Sometimes I, I, I'll i miss doing the hotel stuff. You, nobody does. Nobody you, gets yeah. to control how they feel. That You control how you feel based on what you're doing and, and, and the, you know, the environment around you. Yeah, sure, you can try and feel happy, but you can't actually be happy without things that are yeah. making you happy. So that's that's where it comes to this is one thing I know for sure. No matter what decision I make, whether it's A or B, or C, or D, or E, F, or G, that once I walk down that path, I'll make the best of it until I'm faced with another decision. I will make the best, and I won't regret the decision. So, like with Red Roof, I could sit here and be like, dang it, I'm not making six figures now. And I can mope and be upset about it and be like, now I'm working six days a week. But it's like, no. Yeah, I'm, I took a pay cut. Yeah, I'm working more hours. But what am I learning? I'm learning more about sales, learning more about fitness. And those are the things I really do appreciate with the job I have now. But now I have A and B in front of me again. You have do A and B in front of you again. But wait, how long have you been walking down this road for? Think about that. Yeah. That's the patience part I was telling you about. Yeah, but see, but how do you know? No, be- no, I'm not, I'm not saying that you shouldn't get off the road. Yeah. But I'm just saying that patience for what? Have develop- patience for what? 
patience as in thinking you need a change just because the certain situation you're in isn't going the exact way you wanted it it's to not initially. it's not that it's not going the exact way i want it it's that i have more opportunities in front of me if there weren't opportunity like if say i'm not, I'm not telling you not to take the yeah, opportunity i know i'm just trying to make you show because whatever so like let's just say you pick this crossroad whatever crossroad is you pick another one yeah I'm trying to make this no, generalized. No, no, just hear me out. Yeah. This crossroad. Well, I know for the, like, the, we got to make sure we're generalized. So people yeah, can so lose. okay, so this crossroad, you're coming up to you and you make a big decision and you're going down another road now. Two months go by. Do you think you're not going to get faced with more crossroads? No, I'm going to. And I got to make another decision at that point. Stay or go. See what I'm saying though? It's yeah. like, I don't. But you like, want to build. you want to build yourself, but you want to, I know you want to dabble in everything and you want to maximize your time, which is important. Yeah. I do too. But you also want to do what's best for yourself. And the, the point of time that you're in, you're 25 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what's going to benefit you also at the age you're at right now? Yeah. But again, you don't know. You don't know. I'm just trying to help you out. Bob. You could quit tomorrow. You're confusing me about your own no, decisions No, no. You, right you could quit tomorrow and that could end up being the best decision of your life. Oh, for sure. You know? But... I, so, but there's some way there's some way I came to that conclusion about wanting to quit tomorrow. That's the thing. There's yeah. you're looking for a conclusion. No. So well, if I decided to quit tomorrow, hey, I just quit. What are you gonna say? Why? What are you gonna do now? Yeah. I have no plan. I'm just I'm here. Yeah. But see, I have I have I have plans. Okay. I got plans. If I say I, this is all going away. What too are you deep. worried about? <laughs> Wait, listen, let me ask you this. What are you What are you worried about? Because that's I won't that's, be able I won't be able to say it unless without dropping all kinds of cans of worms. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me change it. Up. I don't want what, everybody to get too what, privately into my life. What? Give me an emotion, the emotion that is driving you to make your conclusion, your decision. What emotion is? And you can't say happiness. It's not happiness. Um, dude, I'm about to just say everything. Nah, you don't think so? Patience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to just say all my options. I feel kind of bad for the fans because we're just like I don't know, kind of beating around a bush about a certain. Scenario. I feel like we are, but we're not. Like I think. I mean, I we're trying to make it so if you're in a certain kind of scenario that you would be able to relate with whatever's going on in your life. You know, versus giving direct examples. Yeah. I liked your food analogy. I thought it was good. Yeah. I'm the king of analogies. How are you feeling now, though, after talking about all that? What's going on? Um, How's your heart rate? It's decent. It came up a little bit? Not really. Hmm. Maybe a little bit. Not uh -huh. too much. Like, I'm thinking. I mean, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an emotional talker. I like to get passionate behind my words so people can listen to what I have to say. <laughs> um, well, here. Let's do this. Some random person sitting in here, some random fan. Yeah. And they're stuck on some crossroads just like you. What would what you, you what, what would there be what would be your advice for them? At the end of the day, no matter what you do, it is what it is. What's done is done, and you can take from it and you move on from it. But the, what I what you don't want to do is you don't want to be stagnant. So if you're faced at a crossroad, indecision is a decision. Indecision is not a decision. That's how people die. No, indecision is a decision. Indecision is a decision, and that's how people die. There you go. Okay, thanks. You need to make a decision. I need to make a decision. 
right? Because you're still ha- talking to the fan, bro. Yeah. Okay. So you need to make a decision. Okay. Because right now, you're looking at a crossroad. Your mind's distracted constantly. So with that being said, you got a foot here, a foot here, a foot here, a foot here, a foot here. You need to move forward. So I probably would say follow your heart. What's your heart telling you to do? And just sleep on it and then make a decision. Even if it's something stupid, you got to do something to move forward. Because right now, if you just stay where you are, and if that's the decision, you need to be behind it with your heart. But if you're not behind it with your heart, then don't stay. Don't make the mistake that. Because I'll tell you right now, my heart is not where to stay. Well, there's a very there's a very fine line in between making a decision rationally and irrationally. I just yeah. I want to make that clear. And, and I'll tell I'll admit to this: if you hate your job or whatever the case, I don't be. hate my job. No, no, no. I'm just saying. To, anyway, if you hate your job or you hate your current situation, make sure you have a backup plan. But like, if you this is relating to like a relationship or something like that. Like you're in a bad relationship yeah. or you're in a bad living situation or whatever the case may be, like be proactive about yeah. that. Now, on a professional side, if you're gonna bail out and you got responsibilities, make sure you have a way to back up yeah. your responsibilities. I, I want everybody to know because we've talked about fitness a lot. I do love personal training. It's not, it, that's not the question that that's going through my mind. If you guys are curious, it's not because I don't want people to think I'm being hypocritical and be like, "Wow, he already wants to quit personal training." It's like, no, I do. I 100% thoroughly love what I'm doing with personal training. It's because he keeps training all these people that are in better shape than him. Bullshit. Chautauqua. <laughs> got to cuss. I'm still That's, at one, baby. No, uh, I did the count. I said Chautauqua. Chautauqua. I did this. I was Martin Luther King in freaking third grade for my Chautauqua. Watch yourself, you astronaut. You want, to something <laughs> you want to know something interesting I was thinking about today? Wait. I need to admit something to you. Yes, but not 100%. I would like to admit to you 75%. You're 75% correct. I irrationally and impulsively said when I was like, I'm going to open up my own gym. It was irrational, but there was some heart behind it. Oh, I heard the heart, but I was just trying to be the logic behind it, bro. Yeah, but I could see. Yeah. And this is where it always goes to like, this is one of my favorite quotes. You can't just do that. You one of my favorite quotes. You can't just throw that in the middle of the conversation. No, listen, I'm going to wrap it around. I'm going, I'm wrapping it around. Ready? You cannot fail if you never quit. That's one of my favorite quotes. Well, to elaborate on that, because you said that to me earlier, the idea is there is that you take the shots, and even if you fail at the shots, you didn't really fail because you learned something from it. And you just keep going. And you keep going. Because at the end of the day, you can't just, you got to dig your feet in the dirt and keep moving forward. Did I bench 225 the first time? Nope. No, there was just like our right, perfect example. We were driving. Wait, listen. We were driving up and we were driving up in Flagstaff um, for a trip a few weeks ago. And mm. yeah, you weren't there. Yeah, I wasn't there. I was like, yeah. what? And uh, and there was this homeless guy that that was holding a sign. He was sitting on the side of the road that said he was going to the next town over or whatever, and he was trying to get, like get pick up a ride, but he was sitting there. So I said to the guy that was with me, I'm like. That doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't you try and move forward, walk towards the town and down the road, and eventually if somebody picks you up, you're closer there? Because you're sitting in that spot just hoping and praying something happens that magically is going to get you there instead of being proactive. And then if help does come along the way, then great. 
But if you just sit there in the same spot, you're not going to accomplish anything besides if a blessing from above comes by. Yeah. So the whole idea is like if you can contribute to a con- or to a situation to move forward, then do it. Don't wait on somebody else to help you because the help will be there, but you got to be proactive. Yeah. It's the idea like that like if you ask God to be courageous, you want to be courageous like he's not just going to give you courage. You have to he's going to give you a situation where you can be courageous in. Yeah, the opportunity. And then it's to it's be and it's upon you. Where did you. that come from? We heard Me, that. I just made that up. No, no, I heard that. Like, <laughs> no, you didn't make that. Up. Uh, <laughs> I heard that before. <laughs> that's what God said to me. I don't know. Uh, um, no, dude. I one thing I I was just to pat myself on the back, and I, I'll pat you on the back too. That we have been proactive. Anyway, if anybody says I haven't been, they can come. Be. He doesn't throw hands. So you don't gotta worry. Be rude with he me. He throws hands. <laughs> I throw hands. No, for seriously though, like some might. I bought a bow. I bought a bow. And a bow and arrow. Some might say that was impulsive and stupid and a waste of time or like what's he doing? Like why is he just wasting money on a bow? That's just a night. Nobody said that to you. You I'm said just that did you that was the other thought in your head. That was the other half that said that to you. That no. we were talking about earlier. Because you can't tell me that thought didn't run through your mind when you're deciding if you wanted to buy it or not. I didn't think those thoughts. Not one time. But I thought that other people would think that. Why? Thought. What? Why? No, when I bought that bow. Why do you what but why do you why do you think other people were saying that? Because it's a it's a very I'm getting you kid. It's a very hard thing. Okay. It's bow hunting is not easy. Right. It's all about adversity. That's bow hunting. I didn't look at it like it was a waste of money. No, I, I know, but you I understand. At, it. I, well, I looked at it like you're trying to pursue a hobby. So well, if somebody, it's not well, if somebody else, well, if somebody else bought a bow and you saw it on Instagram or Facebook, would you think that that they're wasting? Their Depends money? on who they were. Ah. <laughs> Depends on who they were. You gotta start wearing some camo out there, bud. Yeah, because like, here's the thing: if I would have bought that bow and I've never mentioned anything about bows, uh-huh. yeah, but I'd say something like I'd be like, yeah, I can understand why someone thinks that about me. But I've been talking about bow hunting now for a while, and that's at the end of the day, that's why I went and did it because I was got out of the workout and I was like, you know what? I've been saying I was gonna buy a bow. I said I was gonna get into bow hunting. If I say I'm gonna do something, I'm not gonna cheat myself. I'm gonna freaking do it. And that's that's why I really went and bought it. Even though it cost a lot of money, and I really did not want to spend that money. But I told myself so many times, you are gonna freaking shoot a deer or an elk, and you're gonna fill up your house with the leanest meat. You don't have to worry about factory farming bull crap. And I told myself that over and over again for the past like six months. So when the time came, my tax returns came, I'm like, all right, you're gonna buy that bow? I was like, all right, you are. Because you did. it was not even just like a thing where it was like, yeah, I wanna pursue a hobby, but it was an accountability. Where it's like, if you're gonna say you're gonna do something, well, you that's, do it. Well, that's that's kind of what I wanna backtrack to. What's funny is about the power of influence you get you know, upon yourself. It's interesting because, I mean, I'm the same way. If I really set my mind to something, I'll pursue it and I'll do it. But I'm very careful about what I want, what I wanna do because that can become overwhelming. Yeah, like right now. And you don't want to and you don't want to waste all that energy on something that's not something something that you really aren't yeah. passionate about. But you know what's cool though? And yeah, this is only the second day I got the bow. But right when I got that bow, so I got it all measured out for me. Everything is made from like my body. I got all the arrows cut for my pool and we went to the range at at the place. Threw down about 20 rounds. And I was like, yo, I am freaking pumped. 
right when I got home, I had about maybe 20 minutes of daylight. I ran outside, threw another 20 rounds down range. Felt freaking great. All day today, all I wanted to do was like, I'm losing daylight. I want to shoot the bow. What did I do? Went and bought a spotlight. Hooked it up outside by the shed so I could see it at night and I could still shoot and practice. So I don't Now I really don't have an excuse not to practice. Threw down another like 30 or 40. And I enjoyed it every single time. So I have no regret at all because I can definitely see myself falling in love with it because I don't know. Just it just feels good to do. I like feel like I well, feels it, that, it, it does that, feel like I'm going a to a range. It feels like I'm at a range when right. I'm doing it. Well, it's, it's important that you find it. I'm, I'm happy that you found something like like a hobby like that. I mean, I'm only two days in this watch. Maybe a week from now, I'm like, eh. well, that's the funny <laughs> thing. Well, that's the funny thing with commitment and accountability. Like when we try and pursue things, like you were talking about. I think the first time I experienced, well, I know, like the commitment thing. It's funny to go back to like boot camp, for instance. Like yeah. you're going in the Marines, and then like all of a sudden, like the fourth or fifth day you're there and you're like, what in the hell am I doing? But then you think back why I'm doing this and I said, I'm going to do this. And then you were able to pursue it and you're able to yeah. accomplish that. And I'm not saying you have to go in the Marines to fight, you know, through turmoil and accomplish things. Cause that's not true at all. You just have to have that, the mental willpower um, and be willing to push yourself outside of your, you know, your comfort zones. Yeah. yeah. Pushing the mental limits because like, I know in the future, there's going to be days where I'm not going to want to practice. Right, it's just that's the inevitable. There's gonna be days where I'm like, I really don't want to go outside and shoot ten. Well, do you feel like you need to shoot every day? I feel like I do. I feel like I need to shoot at least. You feel like you're cheating yourself if you don't. No, I just feel like I don't want to put an animal in the position where it. How long until your first hunt? September. September. That's when season starts. All right, where are you going? Utah, Arizona. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So it's like I don't want to put myself in a position. Where I shoot an animal in the guts and it dies and I don't get any of that meat. I yeah. Okay. So let's like let's educate the because that's, 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 well, well, that's well, edu- so I mean this is a good chance I'm sure because I don't really know much about bow hunting and animals. This is a good thing to educate. So like, I don't. You're, you're not an expert. So you were talking. Well, you were talking about like you were talking about lean meats and stuff like that. So the idea is when you kill an animal with a bow and you put you put it in their heart. Look, my the thing with this is the thing with bow versus all right. I can shoot a gun. I know I can do that. Right. Mm-hmm. One thing I miss about not being in the Marine Corps is I do miss getting dirty and I do miss like hardcore adversity where I sometimes I feel like my like like it's like it's life or easy. death. Yeah, like I, I enjoy that being on the that edge, um the longing that he the human instincts like the savagery not savagery but like the cannibalistic side. No, no, not cannibalistic. Um, what's the um? No, the like uh. Like uh, that. Uh, what's the word? No, I got for? you. Like our predecessors, getting your hands dirty. Like, yeah, I just want to be one with nature. And if someone wants to ignorantly say that eating meat is not within the human's nature, whatever. But I mean, of course, at, people are going to say that. I know. I'm saying that about you. Okay. No, but at the end of the day, this is how it is. I eat a lot of meat, right? I like eat, I need protein in my body because that's f- to fit my goals. I got to have a lot of protein. Don't tell me I can get it from plants because if I'm trying to get 190 plus grams of protein, it's a lot of freaking plants and they'll keep my fats low. It's another conversation. Anyways, I want a lot of meat. Problems with meat these days. Factory farming is absolutely garbage and like GMO and all that bull crap chemicals that they put in meat. I don't want to eat that stuff. Yeah. And I don't want to – if there's anything cruel about animals, it is factory farming. And I don't – for for me, trying to become a hunter, 
is, you know, that's me not being pro factory farming. Because, yeah, we've talked about this on the podcast. We live in a day and age where you go to a store, you can go to a drive-thru. Hey, can I have a burger? You get a burger within 30 seconds. You got a burger. So some cow died for that burger, right? Uh What did that cow live like? Absolute hell, you know? Now you go hunting. This animal, if you do it right, you know, you hunt for the right animals, you know? But one, you hunt the older animals that have lived a life, spread their DNA. And you killing them if you give them a good shot. That's why it's so important to be confident in your shots. You're giving them a better death than they will ever have. Because most of the time they're either going to eat or get eaten or starve to death or get break something and then get eaten like some terrible death. If you don't think that, you know, nature's hardcore or nature doesn't give a rat's booty about you... Just go on, go on YouTube and watch some like hunter, like animals versus animals things. Like animals don't give a crap. Yeah, no, and Mother Nature doesn't give a crap. No, not at all. So it's I, out there. I want my meat on my plate. I want to know where it was, how it died, how it bu- was butchered, how it was cooked, and I want to be part of every single step of that. And then I know when I eat that meat, I can 100% appreciate where it came from. And so people that are against hunting – I would say there's like, but they still eat meat. I would say who are hunters more conservationalists or are you that's just going, you know, I don't like hunting because I don't want to kill animals, but you still go eat at any fast food or go yeah. out to eat. And you have no idea where that meat came from because let me, if there weren't hunters in this world, there would not be elk. There would not be Buffalo. There were not because they were all at one point. Yeah. They were all hunted to almost extinction, but now since, where you got a system in place, tags are there. All that money goes to making sure these animals stay in a great herd Preserved, and they're healthy. Yeah. So, yeah. So I want to be a part of that instead of adding to the negative part of it. Well, you, I, definitely, and, you definitely built your case for, to me at least, look from the outside looking in, like well, everything you just talked about and the, the way your voice carried and how you were talking about it. Like you were very passionate about, you know, the oh, process, thinking about the it. process and, and things like that. No, I think you definitely should pursue it, man. Well, like episode maybe like three or four. I've been, I've been craving for like, I want to be one with nature. And I feel like that's the best way is like. You do acid. Primal. Primal. Primal is what I want to say. I want my primal instincts to be activated. Because I think <sighs> when you live in a city. Sorry. For a long time, you forget about what really matters. You Start know, well, especially if you know what it's like to have your hands dirty and yeah. stuff. There's so, people that never experience that. In whole we'll put it this life. way: like started this podcast. What are you about to those say? decisions, all those options, A's and B's, right? At the end of the day, the world doesn't give a crap. You know? Well, no, it doesn't. And but, it's, that's but, why I like. But like that doesn't you, mean you can't give a crap. No, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is like. When you go out into the primal world or into the wilderness oh, for where sure. animal, it's, it's, animals it's, are trying to get yeah, kill you, dude. it's like it's just you, you being you and the world being the world. And you just you're just there and it's embracing survival, it. It's survival of the fittest. Yeah, I knew I knew a guy actually that I talked to from my gym a little while back. And what he does is he spends the whole spring every single year. He goes on a trip up north somewhere to the, you know, the wilderness. And he goes, he tents or he sets up a tent. Uh, a little camp. He goes out there by himself, and he brings his dog, and he goes out there for seven days, no human contact. Yeah. And he comes back for a week, and does it again, and he does it. I haven't seen him since he's been back, but he's like the amount of 
peace and what you can find about yourself was like, yeah, you know, mind blowing. Another another actually interesting fact. My uh, give a shout out to Brandon uh, Granberg, my buddy. He did this experiment where oh, he shout went, out to Jaden. Okay, sorry. And he went he he went he went seven days. Well, his goal was to go seven days, and he'd live his regular life, but not say a single word. So wow. think about that because think about but that's how our emotions react is we react through words when mm-hmm. somebody says something. So to be able to Control know, have that. little things to, like little jokes, you you I, I figured you'd learn a lot about yourself and you'd learn a lot about other people too mm-hmm. at the same time. I mean, granted, we can't do that with our positions we're in, yeah. but I think that'd be pretty I interesting. Mean, one day. Yeah, that'd be a pretty, pretty interesting thing to do. Um, also, if anybody wants to call me out and say I'm only getting into bow hunting because of Joe Rogan. You're partially right. That's the only reason we got a podcast, too. Thanks, Joe. It's, it's all, thanks, Joe. <laughs> I just want everybody to know Joe Rogan is my spirit animal. I do look up to him a lot. But also Cameron Haynes, Adam Greentree, Stephen Rinella. Those are all bow hunters that I really like listening to. And they were all also on Have we ever, mentioned, have we ever mentioned Cameron Haynes or any of those guys? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, Cameron Haynes? Yeah, we did. Yeah, right? we definitely we, we did. let everybody know that it's possible to run 200 miles in one go. Yeah. Okay. That's possible. Hunter, these people... 238. Screw, screw marathons. They... Ultra if you ever want to talk about pushing yourself, running 100 miles in one stint or 200 miles, and then you said 238. Yeah. So when you next time you're exercising, you think you're in a bad situation and you think you can't handle it, just think about that. You can. Yeah. You can handle whatever situation you're in. Yeah. And it's like people. Yeah. Obviously, those guys have an influence on me, but I try to have pe- like I try to pick role models that are inspiring to me, and they inspire me. Joe Rogan inspired me to do this podcast. Yeah, he did. And you know what? I'm still doing it. At least you know it's February. You inspired and inspired me it. to do the podcast. Cool. Well, Joe Rogan actually, he's the first podcast I ever listened to, and uh, I don't have that many role models. I've talked about this. I'm not going to talk yeah. about it. Well, again. like, like, but I'm working on it, guys. I'm yeah, I'm but finding maybe, role models, maybe not and necessarily to to. role model, but people can do things that are inspiring. Oh, like for Cameron sure. Haynes. Well, that's he's that, a, like inspiring. That's inspiring to me because now I'm like, well, I think I've done hard physical activities in my life, and you look at that and you're like, no, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, he's just like I haven't done. Crap. I need to do a lot more. But that's where the time and patient comes in. It's like I can't go out there and just go run 100 miles right now, even if I wanted to. It would be you know something that takes time. But eventually, if I really wanted to do that, which I do not at what you, all. What do, you, what do you think Cameron Haynes, Haynes would say to that? Say to that? Why? Why don't you want to do it? Because I'm not passionate about running. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm all ran out. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't have the the urge to run 238 miles. I have to, I have to talk myself up to going to a shooting range now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but I do need to start running too, though, because I know like between running, getting up extremely early. Um, I need to get my hiking going. Yell, yelling at people, like just all that stuff. I just almost feel like it's just like became burnt out of my Dude, system. In a way. I cannot agree more because when I'm at work and I see people get upset over some things, I'm like, guys, why are you guys like, Ugh. stop being upset. Like why are you guys upset over these such small things? Like I like, I think that's why people like me at work. This might sound like egotistical, but it's like, I don't you know. It'd be optimistic. Yeah. I try to say as positive things that are not within my control. I try really, really hard not to be affected by it. Well, I just like going through the, the old saying. So I just I play in a basketball league on Thursday nights, and I got back, and I said to everybody at the end of the game, we just lost. And I was like, well, you can't have a good day in basketball if you never have any bad days. Yo, I've been <laughs> saying that all day, dude. I, so I had a bad day in the gym today, and too. Like, yeah, okay. And this girl walked by that works out at the gym, and she's like, hey, how was your day? And I was like, you know what? 
you can't have good days in the gym without having a bad days. And today was just a bad day. And she's like, oh, okay. I was like, do you yep. want a couple of lemonade? And I was like, but it is what it is. So, you know, I'm not upset. And she's like, all right. <laughs> and then, but we, I mean, we talked for a second, but that was my reaction. But it, I, I like that quote. You know, we should make, ooh, almost cussed. We should make shirts with that. Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't said not another curse. You've been talking a lot, though. I've been enjoying picking your brain. Yeah. So it's funny because now I listen to people a lot more. Yeah. So whenever well, obviously you say we, something, we were talk- when I, well, when you say, but when you say, but when you say something, it's like I can decide kind of finagle a conversation in a yeah. different way. That's developmental skills. Um. I appreciate that. Thanks, bud. Because honestly, this podcast has made me able to talk. Like when I was thinking about driving here and stuff, I was like, hmm, what are we going to talk about? And I wasn't even worried. I've never been worried about that before. Um, Except yesterday. Well, yesterday, yeah. I was <laughs> well, if, if, well, that's like that plays into the whole thing I said. I said, if, we, if I really genuinely feel like I can't talk, have a good conversation, I won't do a podcast. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, that that's why it's, that's why it's Thursday, guys, and not Wednesday. We always like keeping it, changing it up. Yeah, um, but some big guests coming on too. Hopefully here soon. Yeah, let's. Uh, we're having Tom Brady come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fun fact. I uh, I don't even know if I should, should say that about our our boy Billy. Okay, so uh, funny story, guys, for all you baseball fans out there. Bill Buckner. <laughs> Yeah, hey, he's we, not going to listen to this. He might. He'd be appreciated that we're talking about him. All right, cool. So Bill Buckner, 1980-something um, World Series. I forget. He was playing on the Red Sox. There's a yeah. big curse on the Red Sox um, since they traded Babe Ruth. At this point, they hadn't won a World Series in like 80 or 90-something years. And they were uh, in the bottom of the ninth inning playing the Mets. If they would have won this game, they would have won the World Series. And balls hit to him, basic ground ball, just rolling all he had to do is field the ball and step on first base and they go to the next inning and he lets the ball roll through his leg on the biggest stage. We're going to I'm going to post the video um just so everybody can relate to it a little bit. You're just going to probably have the reaction of oof <sighs> when you when you see that. Anyways, the, the exciting thing is Ham is not interested in sports at all. No, that's not and, true. And and <laughs> I'm just he, not a big this guy, follower. This guy comes into the gym or his gym and I uh, will let you take the story from there, bud. Well, I was just told that I was like, hey, there's a baseball guy here. And I was like, all right. And then, like, they're like, that's him. And he was just standing up in the front. And I'm like, I was like, all right, well, I'll just go talk with him. He wasn't even my set. And I was like, so I just started talking to him. I was like, yeah, so, you know, why are you out here? What do you do? What do you, what are you trying to do with the gym? What are your goals? Just hearing him out as far as just fitness goes. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm out here doing some work with the Cubs. And I'm like, oh, cool, 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 cool. And then, uh, Still not knowing anybody. Yeah, and then I was like, well, you know, what's what's going on? He's like, oh, my IT bands are really, really tight. I was like, all right, well, let me – Um, I got Kristen here. She's a massage, she has a massage uh, therapy background. Let's go see what we can do. So I grabbed him, and we went – took him through some stretches, and then I took him through a big stretch uh, routine. And then he's like, all right, let me buy training. So we signed him up for training, and then I was talking to, uh, to Jeff. He was on the podcast, and he's like, yo, you know, that's like – a really famous baseball player. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, dude, I don't really follow baseball. And he's like, he's like, no, like a really, like, fa- like, like a really icon. famous baseball player. And I was like, nah, I, I don't know. He's like, yeah, it's Bill Buckner. And I was like, okay. And then <laughs> I didn't really know anything. And then like, for like, I knew you, I obviously I Googled it and I was like, Oh crap, this guy is legit. And then like for the next like four days, he was always like, Oh, Hey Jacob, you want, you ready to go work out? You want to come stretch out? And I'm like, wow, this is like, this is <laughs> he's weird. taking advantage of you. <laughs> he really, it's Cause you didn't, you didn't give him shit about the ball rolling in between his legs. I just cursed for a second time, but I'll take that. That's not bad. Yeah. One more strike, dude. Watch yourself. Uh Oh, 
Watch yourself. What about you, dude? What about me? What do you want to know? You got a girlfriend yet? <laughs> I have two. No, I don't got a goddamn girlfriend. What do you think about girls right now, though? Let's right now, your head. My, I was funny because I was thinking about this. I was also thinking about this today. Like, part of me, like, wants to hang out with girls, but part of me also is just, like, I mean, of course, I always want an urge to hang out with a girl, but, like, I don't want the actual, the drama. The actual, well, the drama, and Dude. just after the last shit that I had to deal with, like, I'm just, honestly, I'm just burnt out. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I was talking to Rudy about it. I was talking to my younger brother, Jacqueline. I was like, I'm just at a phase right now where, Dude. I, I don't care. Like, I don't need a girl in my life by any means to like to feel happy to feel happy and on top of that like do you get mad I think it's just gonna, I think it's just gonna I think it's just something that's gonna slow me down for a little while and I'm just like I'm kind of hitting things in stride like there'll be a time and place for it but this usually happens after I get out of a relationship I usually have this like stent where I'm like All right, I'm just gonna just do pat just chill out just better myself and that's exactly what I've been trying to do yeah, just same. trying to reach out to my goals and then and then go from there and but you know how, like, you know how earlier I said it's, like, I'm pretty reactive when it comes to, like, if I'm not happy. You're going to tell me you have a girlfriend right now? No. Are you sure? No. But what I'm going to say is, like, <laughs> how I'm, <laughs> oh, excuse me, what I was going to say is that how I was saying, what was the, what the oh, yeah, that I'm reactive to where if something's stressing me out or I'm not happy, I'm not afraid to act on it. And that goes the same with like friends now and girls where it's like you bring drama. All right. Peace. Like I, like I just like, I'm not, I'm not going to, I feel like my senses though. I've been very on to where I'm going to be, I'm around somebody that's going to create drama. I can kind of sense it. Yeah. Not that I'm trying to avoid it, but I am dodging or bobbing and weaving that. Yeah. Like I'm like, Oh, there's the fist. I'm moving. And like, and I like when you said, it's like, I really just, don't care that kind of like was like i was like that resonated within me and i was like and maybe it's not a good place to go like maybe some psychologist right now is like yeah these kids have no heart <laughs> but like no, honestly it's, not that it's like no, it's i not. really like if someone's upset with me and i see it's like i told someone the other day i was like what's your biggest adversity right now in life and it was a relationship and i was like if that's your biggest adversity you need to check yourself and We've talked about this before. Yeah. And I was like, my adversity is what's my year plan? What's my three-year plan? What's my five-year plan? What am I doing to better myself every single day? That's, well, that's, that's a, what well, always Here's the problem, though. Here's the problem is when that is somebody's biggest problem. It sounds selfish of me. No, say. but when it's somebody's biggest problem, not everybody's going to have the same problems as you. But if that is somebody's biggest problems, I'm going to... I'll be the nice one. If that is somebody's biggest problem with the relationship, I get it. Like, I'm not going to be real sympathetic for you, but... You have to deal with whatever you are dealing with, so you can move on to uh, to, to to bigger to bigger things. So, like that's not a that's not a real relevant problem. Let me to rephrase you. it. Yeah. Okay. Please, let me rephrase. Please it. do. If your life's in check and relationship is your biggest adversity, you're okay. If your life's wait in no. shambles, I'm stopping you. Okay. I'm stopping you. All right. Well. So, when your life's in check, check, this is something I've been catching on to, and this does kind of bring the episode full circle. When things are in check, do you ever find yourself asking when things are going to hit the fan again? No. No? You just you just keep rolling? But I'm, I'm, I don't feel like my life's in check. Well, okay. 
So that's the thing I'm trying to say. So yeah. to you, from the outside looking in, or your situation, somebody would say, "No, your 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 life's in check. Yeah. You just have options going on." Yeah. So you could say that. What I'm trying to get at with this, what what I'm trying to say is that nobody's life's in check. Yeah, that's also that's the exactly. fact of the matter. Everybody's always gonna have problems now. Like if let's say your money is your problem, then eventually you're gonna make money, and then you're gonna have a different problem. If a relationship's your problem, it's gonna be so on and so forth. So your problems are gonna change. The idea is. To have good problems. I'm pretty sure I've said that before, but I'm going to say it again. Have good problems. If you're deciding between A and B, be like, oh, well, if these are my biggest problems, then, you know. Yeah, well, what things, I was trying to say with that was like, if money is an issue in your life, but all you're worrying about is your relationship, and that's what's the main stress, maybe you should be putting more focus in things about yourself. Because, you know what I'm trying to, you know what I'm trying to get at? That's where the gas leak comes in, man, with relationships. Toxicity, toxicity, toxicity. Why are you saying that so funny? <clears throat> toxicity. I'm done. Okay. Turn it off. No. So <laughs> toxicity. Well, that? no, because I've actually I can I, I I was talking to somebody earlier in the week and they were was just having a conversation and they were telling me about their last relationship and it was like we were talking about toxic relationships, this and that, whatever yeah. the case may be. But what's tricky is that sometimes these relationships can like be not fully aware that it's toxic it could seep in like a gas like a gas leak yeah it's just seeping in seeping in and then all of a sudden you're full of gas and like you don't know how to pull your you you, you know you're, you're confused with yourself yeah. you've lost your own identity in a way yeah. so i don't know i always like to go back to well the, the basis of take a good hard look in the mirror check yourself yeah if you, you know if you want to change something about yourself or well i feel i still feel life, like i need to rephrase myself sorry Dude, everybody knows you're an asshole now. All right, you can keep going. No, hashtag Pat's an asshole. Dang it, we just hit cast. All right. A strike three, game and, over. Uh, turn, no, but let me rephrase myself because I don't want to leave myself at night on some half-cooked Go ahead, bud. rant. This is, hey, this is the closing <sighs> rant. So make okay, it wait, wait, wait. I want, to make sure, I, I want to make sure I cover all my bases. Okay. So, what am I trying to say with relationships and adversity? If... You have no idea who you are as a person. Nah, that's kind of blunt. Let me show you started. If the most important thing in your life is finding a relationship or getting in a relationship, I would say you need to reevaluate who you are. Wait, but you can't say that. Wait, 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 but what happens if everything else is scored away in somebody's life okay. and they're just lonely and nobody wants to love okay, them? Okay, yeah. So let me let me let me rephrase it again. If your life is a mess, <laughs> okay, and your only priority is to get in a relationship, if that's like the only thing that's important to you, uh-huh. and that's the number one focus of your day, and that's the number one stressor of your day, I would say you need to reevaluate. All right, I can buy that. Because all right, no, you 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 fix. What I'm trying to say is, no, I I get it. You fix it. You just you. I've talked to a lot of girls, and guys, that all they want to talk about is bisexual is girls or guys. All they want to talk about is just that. What do you think this means? Do you think he likes me? Do you think she likes me? Well, she said this. Yeah, you, but and, some and, other. And, and, but, but the thing is, dude, and you have to realize that not everybody of mine works our way like that. I know is something that is. 
that is is relevant, especially if somebody is like if somebody has everything else taken care of in their life. Yeah, but no one does. No, but that's <laughs> but but their responsibilities may be different. And honestly, yeah. that's why having hobbies is a huge important thing, and having goals because if not, if you're basing well, your happiness on somebody else, then that's where you're well, gonna fall. Is, you're gonna fall into that 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 trap. Well, this is what I did last time. Someone brought up that kind of conversation to me, and if it was someone that's always bringing up that kind of conversation, this is what I said. I was like. Is that your biggest stressor right now? Yes. The answer was yes. And I said, what's your plan? What's your plan for your life in five years from now? They had no clue. And I said, how would you worry about that? And again, they were just like, hmm. You doubted them. Yeah, I did. I did. And I was just like, you, if you're in a position where, I don't even know why we always talk about relationships but if you're in a position where it's i wasn't like, even trying to i, was I wasn't just even trying, trying to, to i was just trying to make you not look like a bad guy bro. i was just trying to make it i'm not trying to be a bad guy i'm just trying to say that there's if you have a heart and you want to love somebody die <laughs> no this is what i'm trying yeah, to say i got you bro uh, this is what i'm trying to say this is what i don't like people that seek that are actively and proactively looking to find their spouse. I think it's the wrong way to go about it. Okay, I, wait. This is the way I think it should be gone. Right? This okay. is the philosophy I live by. When you focus on yourself and the development of yourself, you will attract the right person for you. Okay? When you're constantly seeking this, that, that, making up the image of the guy that's perfect for you, and you constantly look for that, it's like instead of just looking for that, become the person who attracts that guy. I got you, but sometimes it's not that easy. It's dude, it's not going to be easy. No, but I just want to go back on the stipend cuz I don't want people to feel like if their priority is finding a relationship like that they shouldn't be doing that. I want like cuz I want you to put I want to put an example out there for you. Yeah. Shoot me out. So let's say 5 years from now, you're 30 years old. Okay. You got your businesses, you got your houses, podcast is kicking off, things are going good. And you know, you know, I moved, I moved out. I got a girl. I got a wife. I've got kids. Yeah. And then now it's you. What is the first thing on your priority list? It's not going to be fine. I hope it's not. But don't you feel like at that point you would try to be proactive about finding somebody? I would say I would more open, but I wouldn't like, like if I see a girl, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to like. Obviously, it'd be more, I'd be more strategic with how I'm like ta- approaching and talking with girls, uh-huh. and like evaluating or looking at the situation differently than I am now because I'm still young. But I wouldn't. What I'm trying to say is, don't desperation mode. No, I agree. You know, don't you might, be desperate, but be loyal, be loving, be honest. I don't know how I. We're not going in this circle. We're not going in this circle again. We're wrapping it up. Sorry, bud. No. I was just trying to make a joke because I've asked you every single episode if you had a girlfriend. I just want to keep it going. No, no, no. I got you. You can, <laughs> you, you can ask me again next week if you I want. I don't want to drink your water. You've been coughing. You sound sniffly. Yeah, a little bit. You should get some vitamin C. I know. That's why I let you do most of the talking. I did most of the questioning. That's all right. It's good. Good episode, bro. Wait, I'm not done. I'm just shaking your hand. What's, what's the time right now? Uh, we're about an hour. All right. So shout outs. <laughs> hour on the We dot. should start doing shout outs in the beginning of the episode. And the end. And the end. All right. Shout out to Jane. Because she asked for one. Um, you got any shout outs? Yeah, of course I do. All right. Same. Shout out Andy Zona. One of my faves. Keep rocking. All right. Shout out Andy. Um, You got to have the shout outs ready. Shout out Megan Yarbrough. 
I heard you've been doing some good stuff. Shout out Matt Madewell, showing me the ropes through life, making me my man's. Shout out. No, let's see. We just not overkill this. And shout out to Ken Diamond. Always appreciate your conversations and your feedback. Yeah, when am I going to meet Ken? One day. Ken's coming on the show one day. Yeah? Yeah. Ken, you my boy, Blue. All right. Is he old? He's not old. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You want to impress it or you make me go through all these chords to turn it off? I love you guys. Tune in next week, episode 39. This was episode 38 with your boy Jacob Ham and Patrick Solomon. Hope you guys love us. Peace out. Good night. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah.